Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, let's talk about this this weird story about a guy who was calling himself Jupe Cousteau, which is a, a, a strange alias to adopt. But w- when did this all happen? When did he start coming into your restaurant? Uh, he's been a regular uh, starting uh, this fall, uh, this past fall. He, he started coming in. He was in every couple weeks. Um, very charming fellow. I didn't, didn't know his name, um, but uh, he was coming in on a regular basis about every two weeks. And in uh, uh, late November, early December, he came in and uh, ordered a cherry Coke, which is weird to start off with. No one orders cherry Coke, Mm -hmm. uh, but ordered a cherry Coke, and he wanted eight maraschino cherries, very specific. Eight. And eight, yes. (laughs) So, um, sure, you know, my my staff are wonderful. Of course, they, you know, they're accommodating, and they're going to give our customers whatever they want. And uh, my server, Joe, Brought him the cherry coke with the eight maraschino cherries, and uh, about ten minutes after, he called him over and said that he bit down on a pit and broke some of his dental work. He has he was very specific. He said, "I have sixty-five thousand dollars worth of dental work, and I, I broke some of my dental work." And that it, that doesn't happen. Maraschino cherries don't have pits. I don't even know if they're real food. To be honest, they're uh, uh, they're, they're manufactured, uh, de-pitted. Uh, cherries at one point in their life but uh, right. full of red dye number two and such um but anyway so that was a that was a red flag right there uh the next day he came in and uh with a bunch of dental forms that uh looked like they were downloaded off the internet and um he uh uh was saying that you know it's it's, it's not entirely your fault i think you're only partially liable for this you know uh, so um, <laughs> Okay, well, this is this is interesting, but he, he, yeah, I didn't know his name before, but he, he had his name on his dental forms, and his name was Yup uh, Cousteau. Uh, that's an odd name, uh, so I decided to Google it because my spotty senses were up, of course, and uh, sure enough, I came across all this uh, information online that Yup uh, Cousteau is an alias for uh, America's most wanted deadbeat dad named Joseph Strop. So I uh, will follow the rabbit hole and did some more research on him, and I found out that uh, this gentleman named Yub Cousteau has been a bit of a shady character and uh, uh, has screwed some people over here in Alberta and Bright Creek and Cochrane area. So I, uh, I invited him back. I called him up, and I said, Mr. Cousteau, I'd love to have you back, and we could talk about this, uh, this cherry pitch you bit on and, and, and such. And because uh, like, there's pictures online, um, uh, his most wanted uh, photo picture was... Uh, uh, I, I recognized him, and I said, well, that's, that's this guy from 20 years ago, but I, I wanted to be sure. So yeah. I, invited, I invited him back, and the next day he came in, of course, for dinner and turned the pants off of everybody. Um, I studied him up and down. I looked at the features on his face, and I was comparing to the photo in my head that was online, and I was convinced it was him for sure. And then he was started telling me his life story, that he was uh, an Oxford-trained doctor, uh, top of his class, no less, Oxford University, um, and uh, he was a trauma surgeon in England, uh, but he gave it up because he'd rather be working as a, a Google executive, and uh, he was a vice president for Google, and every story he had was just more and more embellished and just more grandiose, and uh, I could just tell this guy was a grifter. 
Yeah, I mean, he was trying to get money out of you, obviously. That was the whole Maraschino Cherry thing. Yeah, he was setting he was setting it up for that, for sure. Yeah, there's no question about that. And that's why I, I had to do my due diligence on my end and make sure that, you know, uh, it was hard enough to make money in the restaurant business as it is. And, uh, you know, then with the... Uh, you, you know, the things coming down from the government and such. I thought, well, my margins are so thin. I can't afford to pay this guy for his dental work right. for uh, a, you know, a sob story like this. So, Yeah, and it, I mean, there's so many good things. As someone who's on the run, has come up with, with an alias, but just can't seem to help himself, right? If he hadn't bothered with yet another scam, you would have had no reason to start digging into him, and, and none of this probably would have happened. Well, exactly, and and you'd think if you're on the run, you'd you'd come up with a John Smith or you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, not Yup Cousteau, not a name that is just there's got to be one of you, you know, maybe two, and uh, yeah, so it was pretty easy to to nail him down. Um, you know, I talked to his son uh, Jeremy. He has four kids that he abandoned in 1996 that he he skipped out on, and uh, his son set up a Facebook page. Uh, and that's what was one of the first uh, uh, pages I came across that led me to uh, to who he really was. Um, but I've been in contact with him, uh, his son, uh, in the last uh, the last couple of weeks, and you know he said that this is his mo. Like he uh, he's been doing this all his life. Apparently, um, uh, you know he, nothing he says is truthful, but he, everyone's convinced by him and. You know, it's just, it's a sad it's a sad state of affairs when someone has to live their life, you know, um, uh, by a lie and uh, you know and and have to you know make their income off of uh, screwing people over. It's just, it's pretty pretty sad. But I'm glad the family finally has some closure on this as well. Yeah, no kidding. And so once you you realize, okay, this is definitely who I'm dealing with. Things happened pretty quickly after that, didn't they? Yeah, they did. So I, I called the Mounties. When I, I was absolutely convinced, 100%, that it was him. I called the Mounties in Cochrane and uh, uh, talked to them. They weren't all that uh, uh, sure on this issue, what they could do about it. Um, so, but I also thought, well, you know, I want to protect myself here with the uh, if he's going to try to go after me for money. So, I also contacted the most wanted. <clears throat> the uh, website that had the most wanted poster, which is the uh, uh, Health and Human Services Inspector General's office. So I contacted them, left a message. Within an hour, the FBI was calling, the, the US, United States Marshals, uh, the Inspector General's office. They really wanted the guy. So I guess they, uh, they contacted Canadian Border, Border Services, and uh, they picked him up last week and extradited him to the United States. And he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. Just like yeah. that. Uh, so does that end your involvement? Are you going to have to? Are you going to be asked to testify or anything like that? No, no, no. I'm done. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They they've got their man, and uh, you know my side is done. So uh, yeah. I'm just glad that uh, he's not in the area anymore, and uh, in a in a position to you know screw more people over, which he's been doing for the last 20 years. Well, yeah. Well, good for you for for getting uh, well, taking the lead on this, or at least following your spidey sense. And uh, yeah, it's a happy ending to this story. Scott, thanks for making some time for us here today. I appreciate you sharing the story with us. No problem. Thanks for having me. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at twelve thirty on News Talk seven seventy Calgary.